for tonight. We're going to ask you to turn your Bibles to Isaiah, the 26th chapter and verse 3. And we've got some other books to go to. Isaiah chapter 26 and 3. When you have that, would you say amen? Thank you, Lord. You know how many you know you have to take the kingdom by force? I mean, this your body is not going to always fill up to it, but you got to stay prayerful, and you have to pray. If you don't, you're not going to have the mind of the spirit to do anything of the things of God because this is other stuff will wash it out. You have to take time to talk to God every day. I have to do it. You have to do it. You have to, cause you have to, because it keeps you on the right focus and the right road. When you don't do that, you on. Sometimes you could be on all kind of roads and don't know you on all you throw it off. You can be going a long time and be thrown off for a long time and don't know you throw it off until the Holy Ghost reveals to you that you're off. Amen. And and you you know you have more strength to fight through whatever through your trials and get through your trials and tests a lot better. Amen, because you, you stand focused as much as you can. And uh, it's challenging because all the stuff that we are, have to go through, that we go through, life is challenging to stay focused. But you, you, if you know that's where your help comes from, that's what you're going to do. You know that your help and strength are not coming from not, not, none of these things that you have to do. You know what's coming from God, so that's what you're going to do. You're going to do all you can to stay focused. Even if you have to do it, take 10 minutes here, 5 minutes there, you're going to make sure you get something in with the Lord. The thing about with, with the uh, God's people, we go to God when we got a whole lot of stuff going on with us, but we don't go to God when there's nothing almost going on. We, we just feel like I'm, I'm out the rain, everything is fine. But you still want to keep your prayer life up at all times. At all times, you want to keep your prayer life up. So at those times when the devil's pulling on you, you're very sensitive to it real quick. You have to pray when things are going good or when they're going bad. You don't wait till stuff go bad and say, oh, Lord, oh, Lord. That's what people do. But you pray when things are good. And it's just like you're staying balanced. So when the things are bad, they won't overthrow you so quick. But if you just pray when I'm going, I'm all right. I, I feel pretty good. So I'm going skip to skip my loo, to my loo. I'm going to go here and do this and do that. I, I ain't got no problem. And that's when the devil watches you. You know the devil watches you. He watches me. He watches you. If you get out the house and rush out the house all the time, you don't pray. Or you say, Lord, just bless me this day. You pray in little short prayers and stuff. He watches all that. Then he sets stuff up for you to overthrow you and me. Amen? So you got to pray on the double, as they say. Amen? And if prayer is in you, you're going to flow in prayer. You know, I, uh, I'll give you a little example. I was uh, had grandbaby today, and uh, um, he sounded like he was a little unsettled a little bit when he came, like he was a little crying a little bit. He was crying just like he was real, in things, real sensitive would get to him. Just Normally it's not like that, so maybe I think he was sleepy or something. So I was in there trying to 
fixed me a, he cut me a little piece of apple, and I don't really give him apples or stuff if I slice a slice of real thin, because I know you can get choked off of that. I gave him a little piece of, he'd be like one or whatever you got someone. I said, okay, I'm going to give you a little piece of, he grabs it like that. He grabs big old hands. He little body, but he got big old hands and big feet. <laughs> so he grabs it like that. And I said, and I went on letting him have it. It wasn't that big. And after a while, he came back over there to me, like, you know, hitting on me like that. And he's like, he was like, you know, like that. And, I, and I'm like, oh, Lord, I hope you're not choking or not, not picking him up. And he's <coughs> trying to, I said, oh, Lord, in the name of Jesus. And, you know, I'm, you know, but I, but he might make me kind of panic or something. I said, and Jesus, I said, I ain't no time to call nobody. I'm going to pray, 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 whatever it is. But I think what, I think he was probably, he might have been, might have got something hung down there, but I believe probably he's hitting on his back and do all that probably made him really disturbed. Because when he got there, he said, oh, oh. And I just had to make sure that was it something down there? Was it for me hitting him or what? I, I was just like, he had me going there for a while. And, I, I'm, and I, like I said, I'm using this example that you have to pray all the time. Now, sometimes uh, my schedule is a little bit different because he comes early, you know, and he's there pretty much all day. I'm used to trying to just get, praying at a different time and stuff. I have to, I have to switch. I'm, I'm telling you nothing that I don't do. I have to utilize and still get my prayers in there some type of way. You know, I don't care what you do because the devil will will fight you. So. I thought he was going on so much. I said to myself, "I gotta see is he really okay? If he crying for the because I hit him in his hit him, I didn't hit him real hard, but trying to I probably alarmed him. Like you know, I was praying and, and he probably like just, I probably made him nervous. All this praying and and I'm and, and, and hitting him in the back, lifting his arms and everything. <laughs> so I said, "Let me go out on the porch, you know, do something very different to see if I can just get his attention. See if he's all right." So I go. I said, "Let's go out on the porch." You know, where this was walk on the porch, and he kind of looked around, kind of settled down. Something I let me, I knew then he was, you know, coming down to be okay. And he wouldn't get, I get down, I don't know if I alarmed him, where he would not get down on that floor, do nothing till, till, till he, he was like, I don't want to move. So I, so I said, Well, I just sit down on the, in the chair in the kitchen and just start praying. I said, I didn't get to pray earlier. I said, But this is the time. I'm going to pray. I was praying in the Holy Ghost and tongues and everything else. I didn't care. I didn't look and see what he He just laid on me the whole time. Like he just, just laid there. And I thought I prayed about 10 or 15, about 10 minutes or so. I just prayed. And I said, Lord, thank you for that refreshing. The devil meant that for the evil, but that was a refreshing for me. And I prayed. I said, oh, it feels so much better. Going in the presence of the Lord, we walk around with burdens and heavy laden. The Bible said, come to me, all you that laden. Later in the heaven, later, I will give you rest. There's no rest in this world. No one can help you in this world. Everybody got issues. So the presence of the Lord, when it comes upon you and you get in the presence of the Lord, it's like somebody just lifted loads above you that you know you had. Amen. So I thank the Lord for that. And, uh, you know, he was okay throughout the rest of the day. But we want to talk about tonight perfect peace. And I talked a little bit of this that way. That's God's peace. Peace. Amen. How many understand what peace is? Peace is not like, oh, I just got peace of mind, right? When things are going well. Peace is when you're in disturbing things, but you're, you're still in control. You still have control. You know that if it wasn't for the Lord, you would have lost your mind. 
Amen. And it says, I know y'all at this scripture at this, uh, by now, it says, Thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on uh, whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusted in thee. And like I was saying, we have to communicate with the Lord and that keeps, helps us to keep our minds on him. When we have regularly, regularly I'm not talking about here and there, miss. But we have regular communication with the Lord. Just like you go to your job and you speak to people. Good morning, good morning, good morning. You need to, we need to make sure we have good mornings and prayer time with the Lord. And it's up to you to do He's not going to make you do anything. You have to set the tone for your day. How many know you're the one to set the tone for your day? If you're in prayer... Before you leave your house, you set the tone for the whole day. You don't pray, you still set the tone for the whole day. And that don't mean you're not going to have any problems or situations, but you have a more handle on things when there is prayer being established. You, you know, God knows, you know, our time, we might not have all, the, may not be able to take 20 minutes every day, but uh, take whatever time you can take to pray. You take, if you get up early to do other things, why not get up early to pray? When I was at uh, IPS, I was there for 23 years. My job was early, early, very early. I used to get up at 4.15 in the morning. We had to be working 6. And sometimes they would, people say, why, why did you get up so early? And I had to have my devotions before I left the house. Oh, Lord. I mean, I went down there 30, 40 minutes, but I was down there. If it was 10 or 15 minutes, I had to have that before I leave the house. It was already early. I didn't want to get up. Didn't get out. I had to give clarity of mind and thoughts. And because I knew but in the evening time it wasn't gonna happen. What was that? Huh? Oh. Are you with us tonight? <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, I thought I heard heard a, a voice or something. Okay. All right. Yeah, we have to we we have to to take that time. I'm going to lose my train of thought. We have to take our, that time to acknowledge God. Because something may come up that same day that you might not have time to make a decision. But your prayer that you prayed earlier, God would already, it'll be fixed. He'll, he'll show you what to do. And it just sets your tones of your day so much. I'm not saying because you pray you're not going to have any trouble. That's not what I'm saying. But you'll have more control. And you'll be able to go through whatever you're going through a lot better. It said that will keep him in perfect peace whose mind. Don't you know you have to keep your mind stayed on the Lord. And I'm not saying you're walking around like you're praying all day. Just walking around. I'm just praying all day. You, you have to learn how to keep your mind on the Lord. It's a learning process. Some people are like, well, how can you walk around and, and pray? When somebody say pray, the Bible said pray without ceasing. People that don't have understanding, they think, well, what else I'll do on my knees all day? No, you, you want to be God-minded. God minded in your thoughts and stuff, you know, like, you know, you don't just let your mind float here and float there on, and everything. It's like a, there's a, a, your mind goes so far, then it springs back with God minded. When your mind is like that, it's like, he said, I'll keep you in perfect peace. Perfect is complete. It's totally entire. 
You can tell when you're out of peace. I don't know if you can, but I can tell when I'm out of peace. It's not, I don't have to be like this. Oh, I'm, by nine here, I'm calm. I can't. I'm talking about mentally. You can tell when you're out of peace. When things just flooding your mind and you got all these thoughts that's constantly going over, and you, 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 this, your mind is in an uproar, 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 uproar. You could be sitting down looking at somebody and they can look like they just still like that, but the mind is going to uproar, uproar. That's no peace. The Bible said there's no peace for the wicked, said the Lord. So that's not supposed to apply to God's people. Yes, the devil will come and try to get you out of peace, but it's up to you to get back in peace. So the devil will, you can, uh, you know, it's like he'll bring things to you and have you in the upper, he, any, you can be minding your own business and all of a sudden something happens. Like I even give an example of my grandbaby. I didn't know that was going to happen. And that was kind of, at the moment, I'm just trying to make sure he's all right. He's all right, you know. And then I said, in Jesus' name. And then the, the Lord sometimes he'll just like, calm down, calm down here, calm me down, calm down. You know, so it said, Thou would keep him in perfect peace whose minds are stayed on thee because he trusted in me. Because you're trusting in the Lord with whatever the situation is. The devil will always get us the outcome of a thing and it's always negative. It's always bad. The end result is going to be bad. And we buy that a lot of times. We don't mean to. I do too. We all buy it. We buy it because that's the way we see it right then. But something about the Holy Ghost, when you really got the Holy Ghost, if you have bought into what you see real bad, then some, the Lord's going to touch you and say, it don't have to be like that. That's not the end result of that. I just love when he does that. Because we are human. He, he know our frame. That's the way the flesh think. Hear something bad, see something bad, you feel, feel like that's, that's it. And the Lord said, all things are possible to me, to them that believe. Not to man, but with me, all things are possible. So it's like we have to look and see whose, part, whose report will we uh, believe. And, and it said, we shall believe the report of the Lord. And when you start actually believing it, not just saying it, change, things change. You know what? What changes things? Your faith. Not what you say, what somebody else say, recite. Your faith is what changed your situation. Not, not things, not people. Your faith going against the odds. I'm believing God anyway. I'm going to keep, I'm still going to do this. I'm still going to do that. I'm still going to do, and, and through this is all I'm going through. I'm still going to serve the Lord. I'm still going to do it. And, you, and God begin to change your situation. I hope I remember that too. Amen. That was good. That was some things like this first time. It's like God speak different things to help us. But if you go along with the program, oh, this is the way it's going to be. Oh, because that's the way we're humans. The way we, then you should have what, what you say. Amen. Amen. And then we, and it's, we, especially when you're talking to God. When you're talking to God about things, how I many know you don't always, uh, it's, it's, you don't just talk to God just one time about just You might have to come on more than one time. You know, it's not for his benefit, for your benefit. Maybe the first time you came, you, you talked to him, but you really didn't have faith and confidence that he's going to see you through it. So it's all right if you need to talk to him again. Until you get confident. It ain't like he's hard of hearing. Until you get confident that he's going to do it. And then he bring you through it. Amen. Amen. That would keep him in perfect peace whose minds are stayed upon thee because he trusted. And, you know, I don't know about you, but around this time in my life, 
I don't feel like worrying about worrying about anything. I ain't saying I don't. I'm not tempted to worry. I'm tempted to worry just like you are. But when I see that bother, something's bothering me, I, I hurry up and say, Lord, take it. And that's what God wants us to do. He said, cast all of your care. Not some of them. Cast them all on me because I care for you. That's why you see people that don't have the Lord, they in a wreck. They about to lose their mind and stuff. They don't have nothing aiding them. But because I was thinking about a situation today that I that I was uh, someone I had talked with, and I was thinking like, Lord, you know, this of their conversation. I said, Lord, I, I said, Lord, you know, if you weren't helping me, I probably would, you know, I would handle. We all handle things in the way we think we handle. You know, it's like I was I was thinking. I said, you know, uh, they seen some they seen something a certain way, and they was like, I'm out of here. In so many words, I'm out of here. This is, you know, they weren't saying like they out of, they was out of their situation. I'm out of here, and I was like, Lord, you know, I know how they feel. Without you, I mean, I can imagine. I ain't say I know how to feel. I said I could imagine. What would I, we do as people? God, we didn't have you. We've been, we've been a did, we've been a, dropped out of a lot of stuff. We were, we were without the help of the Lord. Because I was thinking like, well, Lord, won't they just reason with this? Because that's so small. Why would, how would they even handle it like that? That's really... And, I, and this Lord let me know they have no, uh, they have no uh, ability. See, you, you, God gives you ability, wisdom. He helps you to do things you cannot do. He helps you tolerate stuff that you can't tolerate. You normally wouldn't be able to tolerate how many know there's some things that you know if it wasn't for the Lord, you wouldn't be able to handle? He, he, would, he gives you the ability, but when you don't have Christ in your life, you, that's how people shoot people, do all kinds of stuff. They can't handle it. Somebody say, well, they should do it like I do. If they don't have Christ, they're not going to do it like you do. And this person I'm talking about, they don't have Christ in their life. They're not going to do things the way you do. But you've got to show you something. You can pray for them. Because if something this small disturbs them, they wouldn't handle, be able to handle nothing else. And so, so will we not be able to. Y'all would keep them in perfect peace. Whose mind is stayed. If y'all see that word stayed, that stayed means uh, consists of the same place all the time. The same thing all the time. Never move. Stay. If I somebody say, you stay there in that chair. chair. Stay, sit there in the chair. They look for you to sit there. Stay. You stay put. Stay put. The storm's going to rage all around us. You got to stay put. The storm's going to come to blow you and blow me down. You got to stay put. Amen. And so in the book of Philippians, that will keep you in perfect peace. Amen. I, I want to also, a book of Philippians, in verse 4, verse, first chapter 4, verse 6 through 8. I want to say something about peace, too. I, I think I've already said it. It means complete and entire. And it, I mean, uh, uh, peace, I'm going to say. Perfect means complete and, uh, and uh, entire and total. But peace is freedom from disturbance. Somebody said, well, does that mean that I don't have any problem? No. That means you have problem, but you have peace in the midst of your storm. That means you could just lose it, but you're not gonna lose it. You, you, you know, peace. Then you don't need you. You don't need peace if you're already at peace, okay? But peace is for people that are not at peace, so they can remain in peace. 
So peace is like, oh, I know if it wasn't for the Lord, I've been a lost my mind behind this, or it would be, or I, I would be able. But it's like, but I have peace. You know, that's that's peace. That's the peace of God. Amen. It's freedom from disturbance and it's restful and restfulness, calmness, stillness. It's like I'm uh, gonna relax, so to speak. I mean, I, I got troubles, but. I'm not going to let the trouble get on the inside of me. I'm going to keep talking to God and make sure it don't get on the inside of me. It's like it's trying to come in, but I'm asking the Lord to keep it out. Keep my mind stayed upon him. It's challenging, very challenging for us to do, but God is the one that helps us to do it. Amen. Amen. The Bible said the kingdom of God is not in meat or drink, but it's righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. That's, we get, that's all that's in the Holy Ghost. So we have the, that within us. We just have to make sure we find where it is and, and learn to walk in it. Amen. In the book of Philippians. I know you're probably there. And Philippians chapter 4 and verse 6. It says, Be careful for nothing, but in everything... By prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be known unto God. It said, Be careful. And they meant be cautious. Careful means to be cautious, be alert, be watchful. How I many of the devil will slip up on you and slip up on me too if you're not watchful, if you're not careful? The Bible said, Watch as well as pray. You can't do all the watching with no prayer. And you can't do all the praying with no watching. They go together. You're not watching this one, that one. You're watching yourself. You're watching your spirit. You're watching you and let God watch others. Amen? You're watching you and let God watch others. Say, be careful. Careful again means to be cautious. Be careful. Be cautious. Be alert. Be watchful. Be vigilant. Be on guard. And be unhurried. One translation says, be unhurried. That means I'm not going to make hasty decisions to do nothing. Because I'm so careful. So I'm Because I'm so cautious. I'm so watchful. I'm going to wait on the Lord. And see what he has to say about a matter. Amen. How I many know when you pray and talk to the Lord. A lot of times we talk to the Lord. And we ask the Lord different things. But we don't wait for an answer. We go. We talk to the Lord, but we go on and start doing stuff ourselves. When you talk to the Lord, it's be challenging. Sometimes you want to fix the situation yourself, but it's it's challenging for you sometimes to wait on the Lord. Your flesh, but you have to wait on the Lord. The Bible said, "Wait on the Lord and be of good courage, and He will strengthen your heart." Why are you in the midst of whatever you're going through? But we need to let the Lord expect the Lord. To answer your prayer and move on your behalf, if you have earnestly prayed to Him, your heart is pure, it's clean, it's it's not it's free from anything. You got a prayer, you got an answer coming. Let's make sure your spirit is right. Amen. That's one thing I I, I strive to do all the time. Cause see, I've learned a long time ago before I was pastor, and God answered prayers real quick when your spirit is right. Sometimes people might not do you right. They might not treat you right. You want to get them back. You want to go there. 
But you got to say, Lord, create in me a clean heart and a right spirit. And you got to fight. That's because you pray that prayer. That don't mean you ain't going to have no, no uh, tempted not to have a right spirit. But you got to say, Lord, keep my spirit right. Because when your spirit is kept right, your prayers go through a lot faster than they do when it's not right. Because God got to get that right first. And so there may be some delay in your prayers. David said, create in me, oh God, a clean heart and a right spirit. You know, and, and, and this flesh, it wants, to, it wants to get ugly. I find myself talking to the Lord about situations and things, whether I'm out doing, taking care of business, or whatever. if it's something that disturbs me, you know, or something, I'm talking to the Lord all the time because I'm, I'm telling the Lord keep a clean heart and a right spirit about things, you know. You know, I had to, uh, sometimes, sometimes you have to, um, what did it say, address stuff. You have to go and do stuff that your flesh don't want to do. But you got to make sure that you, that God will go before you. You know, your, your spirit is right. He'll go before you. Amen. You don't have to fear people. You don't have to fear no evil. He'll go before you. Amen. So, it says, uh, be careful. Be cautious. Be alert. You can't be careful. You cannot even really be careful if you're not cautious, if you're not alert, if you're not watchful, if you're not diligent, if you're not on guard, and if you're in a hurry. You cannot be careful. How I many you know sometimes God will show you things, but he show you things for a reason to pray about stuff? Some things he might show you to, to address, but some things he show you things to, to pray about, and you have to wait on him. To, to make him moves. Because you move in his time, it's going to be all right. You move in your time, it won't be all right. Amen. Be careful for nothing, but in everything. It said in everything. It didn't say in some things. It said in everything. Why did God say uh, in everything? Because he don't want you walking around stressed out, loaded with nothing. He gave us that opportunity. Do you know people in the world that, that don't know the Lord? Uh, or even people that are saved that don't, don't have a relationship with God like they need to. They don't know you can take everything to God in prayer. Some people don't, are not aware that you can take everything to God in prayer. Everything. That's what he said. Right? He said, but in, in everything by prayer. In supplication, when you're supplicating, it's just like you're asking or pleading a petition. You're, you're begging the Lord. You're, you're seeking him. Lord, please, Lord, move in this behalf. Lord, move in my behalf. Lord, you're, going, you're supplicating before him. You, it's a request, and you're crying out, you, Lord, I need you to move in this situation. I really do need you to move, Lord. Supplicating before the Lord. Amen. But everything by prayer and supplication and then you don't leave off Thanksgiving. Most times we give God our request of prayer. We tell the Lord about this. And we don't even thank him. Matter of fact, we should learn to thank him before we ask him for anything. Yeah. Go into the, 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 the spirit of worship. Lord, here I am. Lord, I thank you. I just want to say thank you for waking me up this morning. Lord, I thank you for this. I thank you for that. I thank you how you kept me the other day. Something, you know, something could have maybe happened that you know that he kept you from. Lord, I thank you. For, for you know, then go into your prayer. Amen. Then go into your prayer. Amen. How many know when you go into prayer with the Lord, you got to take your whole mind. If you want some breakthroughs, why people don't get breakthroughs because they take half of their body, half of their mind into prayer, and their mind is on something else right there. 
you got to take your whole mind and body at all to the Lord in prayer. And if you do it from the first beginning, you don't have to be down there five hours. Because most time, if you're down, I'm mean, say nobody down there. If when most time, if you're there down there too long, that's because you got all these other things circling around your mind. And most of your time on the, before down there was on the things that you didn't. You don't. And so when you get up, and so you, if you get up out of prayer, of just be feeling like you completely, like you don't know if God heard you or not, because you had that. You your mind was really fellowshipping on everything that was bothering you. Now, I mean, no, sometimes you can go down to in prayer and the devil, he's going he gonna to fight you too. If, if, if the phone or the door or, or he, or you can be, you go down with a good intent. I'm praying to the Lord. And he, for you know, your mind has floated on something else. What do you do? You bring that man back. Lord, I cast down every imagination. Lord, help me to bring my mind together right now with you. Because that's what the devil does. Amen. Be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your request be known unto God. It said, let your request be known unto God. Amen. You don't go to God with no request. How you expect him to answer your prayers? You don't go to him and talk to him. You got to cast all your cares on him. You got to give him everything. You got to request. Go to him and request whatever you need. It said, "Be careful for nothing." In other words, God. When, in other words, somebody would use that, take that, and say, "Be anxious for nothing." It's the same thing. Don't be worried, anxious. Don't be up in a frenzy. Yeah, we're tempted to get there, but come on down out of it. Be careful for nothing. When you go to the Lord, you can get that off of you. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request. It said, "Let your." And only one can do that is you. If you don't go to him and let it be gone, your request is not going to be known to God. Let your request be known. Somebody said, but God already know. He already know what I need. What did it say? Let it be known. He didn't say, Lord, it didn't say, Lord, I already read my mind. So I don't have to tell him nothing. It said, let your request be known unto God. What do you do? Open up your mouth and talk to God. That's as simple as that. You have not, the Bible says, because you ask not. You don't ask God for anything, you have nothing. You don't have the, you know, what you need. And it said, if once you do that, and the peace of God, God's peace, which passes all understanding, it's going to keep your heart, and it's going to keep your mind. You know, as I was getting uh, ready to go get ready up on the night uh, before, uh, earlier, the news, I just, uh, uh, I didn't really, I wasn't sitting down watching the TV was on. I just heard, you know, um, you, brought, you all probably, you know, heard them say, too, they're encouraging everyone to they do their, I guess, their routine checkups and different things. And they say people are having heart attacks and people are, different things has happened to people. And I guess, I don't know, people uh, that they filled with a lot of anxiety because this pandemic and all this stuff. And, and they said, uh, it's not so much the old people have. They said, it's the young people, very young. They're having heart attacks. They're having this and that and other because they, they say they're stressed out. And, and I was thinking, I said, that's why the Lord tells us to come to him. Come to him. He said, come to me, all that are laboring and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Even in, in, in my age, I cannot afford to have kept care on me. I ain't saying I don't be concerned about something. I can't afford that. The, the older you are, 
the hardest going to be on your health. Y'all hear what I'm saying? It's going to be, um, if, it, if it gets to a young person, it would be harder on your health as an older person. Because everything is not as strong as you decline in age. So you can't, you have to learn to give that stuff to the Lord. And I give to the Lord quick, fast, in a hurry. Because I can't handle it. Amen. Amen. You, know, you give him your care. And if you need to pray for somebody else, you give them their care too. You don't take none of it. Because you are not God. Amen. And said, and it said, once you cast, uh, once you uh, make your request known unto the Lord, he said in verse 7, he said, and if you do that, if you really done it, if you really did it, if you didn't do it, you know, some people say, I tell the Lord about this, but I'm but they, but yet they they into the situation they sell or they talking to everybody about it. Once you give it to God, you don't talk to all 99 people about it. You really give it to God. When you give it to God, you don't give it to other people along with God. You don't give it to God and give it to people. Give it to God and keep it moving. That's what you do. Now, if God puts somebody across your path or something like that, or he sends somebody away, that's difficult. But when you give it to God, it's, it's done. And he said, after you do that, it said, the peace of God, God's peace, which passes all understanding, it's going to keep your heart and mind. And I was thinking about when they were talking about that on the news. I said, those, the people, if they don't know God, they don't have nothing to keep their heart and mind. So that's why they're overwhelmed and have heart attacks and stuff. Yeah, because they, 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 they're overwhelmed. Life can just take you out of here. This simple as that. Amen. And say, the, and say the Lord would keep your hearts and mind. God will hold your mind together that you don't lose your mind. He'll keep you that you won't uh, have a heart attack. Casting all your cares. Because the Bible speaks about it, I believe in, in Matthews. How men's, men's heart was going to fail them for the fear of the things that are coming upon the face of the earth. Be overwhelmed. Amen. And in the book of John, St. John, that's our last book. St. John chapter 16. Chapter 16 and verse 33. When you have that, would you say amen? All right. It says, These things have I spoken unto you, that in me you might have peace. God said, it's only in me. You're not going to have the real peace that he's talking about unless you're in God and he's in you. These things I have spoken unto you that in me, he said, in me, ye might have peace. But he said, in the world, you shall. When it says shall, that means it's a guaranteed thing. You will have tribulation. You see, he, didn't, he wrote these things for us so we won't be shocked. Oh, I don't know what I'm going through. I don't know what the, he's already told us. He said, I'm going to tell you right now, in me, you have peace. I don't care what's going on, but in me, there's peace. But he said, uh, in the world, there's tribulation. You're going to have tribulation. What is the world? Your surroundings, your livelihood, outside, your inside, your home, your job. This world. In the world, you're going to have tribulation. What is tribulation? Tribulation is great trouble. It's suffering. It's worry. It's difficulties. It's trials. It's problems. We're not exempt for that. We all have issues. We have problems. And one time or the other, we have things that come at us that's overwhelming to us. We do. But the Lord said, 
I can bring you back in peace. I can, I can make sure you have peace with all that going on with you. If you just talk to me. Amen. And it said you should have in the world tribulation. But be of good cheer. God said don't, don't walk around with your head down. You might not know how the situation is going to resolve. I don't know. God said, you don't have to walk around with your head down. He said, be encouraged. In other words, be of good cheer. Be happy because you. Why he said be happy? Because he's saying, because you have told me about the situation. And you just trust me. And I'm going to fix it for you. I'm going to work it out for you. That's why he said, be of good cheer. He told them on the boat. He said, be of good cheer. They were sinking. Going to die. Drown. Be of good cheer. If God tell you to be of good cheer, there's a lot being said. Sometimes things I have went through in my life and did go through, sometimes when I talk to the Lord about something, and if it's something that really bothers me, sometimes the first thing the Lord would say to me, it is well. I used to wonder why the Lord would say that to me all the time. It is well. A lot of times when God tells you it's well, it don't look well. When he says everything is all right, it don't look like it's all right. It may not be. But God is telling you that what he's doing, calming you down. It's like if you hear a baby crying, you say, I'm, I'm, I'm coming, I'm coming. Sometimes that'll calm them down, sometimes it won't. And they, but they, they, know, they know they got your attention. You know you got God's attention. That helps you when God says, it's going to be okay. And, you know, and God works it out. They say, be of good cheer. He said, because I have overcome the world. God said, I have overcome the world, and there's nothing can overcome me. So if he's greater on the inside of you than the world, he's greater than the situation. When he said, God is greater than, uh, God's greater on the inside of me than he that's in the world. What he's saying, God is saying, God is really saying, I'm greater, my spirit is greater on the inside of you than anything that come against you. You know, we have to be reminded of these things that say slip. I have to be reminded. I don't know if that's because I'm preaching and teaching the word. I have to be, God has to bring things back to my remember because right then you, you look at the situation the way it is. Amen. So the Lord's speaking about that perfect peace and the people in the world. They need peace. The, the Bible says there's no peace except God for the wicked. There's no peace. And we have to learn to stay in peace. Amen. When you find yourself feeling unsettled, I can't take more of this unravel and stuff, you know right then that you're not in peace. And you, what you do, you, you don't stay there. You go get in peace. You go to God, and you go to God, you're going to have peace. Like the Lord, he gave me peace today. He just called me, and I said, Lord, I sure do thank you for that. That I said, oh, I needed that. Like there was somebody pour water over you. Spirit, this didn't spirit. Pour water, pour water over you. It calmed you, relaxed you, consoled you. So we thank the Lord for everything. He 